You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 636, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us, Vicki, Gina, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, and we'll be happy to get you a trip that is very magical. A small refundable deposit of $200 is going to hold your trip, so contact one of us today. Yes, lots and lots of trips are being uh, planned and if you are wanting to go before the end of the year you really really need to get in contact with us because even with all the resorts going to be open I don't know how much you guys have been looking at but um, I had a friend and she's like what what can you do for the cheapest in the first week in November and the moderates were the, there were no values left at all so just moderates it and is so slim pickings mm-hmm. it is slim pickings. anything from the end of September through November is like pretty much bucks. Right. You're, you're looking at maybe having a choice of three different hotels, if you're lucky. Like you can choose from these three. Normally you have the whole giant list. And unfortunately it's like limited to three. But I am happy to see a lot more of the moderates on there. I'm so excited yes, about that. Yes, that's so exciting. All right, so I think that Stephanie actually did this story last week, but I feel like we need to do some massive backpedaling and then forward pedaling, whatever. I'm going to try to explain this to the listeners. Last week, we reported that if you had the VIP tour for any of the Disney parks, that you no longer had to get a virtual boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance. All right, so we record on Monday nights for Wednesday show. On Wednesday show, when it released... There was another article that said that that was no longer true, that that was only being done for a short amount of time and that they decided that was not true. If you were on a VIP tour, you still had to get a virtual boarding pass like every other guest for Disney. Fast forward to Friday. (laughs) When it was corrected yet again, keep in mind that on our Facebook page, when I posted our show, I put, you know, this is not true anymore. We actually even had a listener reach out to us, which um, I believe your name's Larry. If you are listening, I did correct it and I did message you back. And I sent you the link of all these articles that are totally (laughs) confusing, Vicki. So um, then on Friday, they said that if you tell the people that you want Rise of the Resistance to be a part of your tour itinerary, that you can um, ride the ride without a boarding pass, but you have to know that it's going to be a part of your minimum of seven hours that you're paying that large sum of money that we talked about last week. And then on Sunday, they reiterated it once again, saying just like Disney World's VIP tour guests, you do not have to have a boarding pass for 
uh, Spider-Man Web Slingers or Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland Park. So, as far as we know, from the latest article, which was Sunday, you should be able to ride at Walt Disney World, Rise of the Resistance, so Hollywood Studios, Rise of the Resistance without a boarding pass as long as you have let your VIP tour rep know in advance that you want that as part of your itinerary. And in Disneyland, you need to tell your VIP tour representative that you want to ride either Rise of the Resistance or Spider-Man Web Slingers, or if you're wanting to do both of them, they have to be a part of the itinerary to get it. I was so confused, you guys, when I got done with this. What a roller coaster that no they just doubt. put everybody on. It's like, okay, it's included. No, it's not. Now it's included again. Now it's not again. If I'm paying $4.50 an hour, I better get whatever I want. I mean, right? like, seriously, seriously. It, that is an obscene amount of money. Oh, but Sarah, you guys were <laughs> on the show with us last week. That's the minimal price. I know, I know. I mean, yes, at a minimum, if you're paying four fifty an hour, I better be able to go into the the apartment in Cinderella's castle and take a tour right. and jump on the bed and right, you take know, that big tub. <laughs> give me some um, corn dog nuggets and turn on the TV and let me sit on the bed in the castle. I'm sure if that was part of your itinerary, they would let you do that. <laughs> but it goes up to eight twenty five, and they even because um, Margie, we talked about it last week because Margie's client was going at Disneyland. And that 450 is like for the very off, off times of the year. And now remind me, because it's not on the top of my head, mm -hmm. how many people can this be? Ten. Ten. Okay, that's right. So if you're splitting the cost between ten people, it's going to be better. But like my family of four, no way. We decided we're going to take a girl's Your Story Travel group like a podcast girls group and we're gonna go and split it and that's how we're gonna get it done and jump on the bed yeah and jump on the bed okay eat the nuggets how do you feel about these facebook groups that are dedicated to these things where it's like a share thing like one person purchases it and then all, all these people that are not in a group together actually share it as long as you can feel like you can trust this person I think they're trying to be smart <laughs> but you it would be hard for me to completely trust a stranger to figure that out I don't know well I think before they make the reservations I think you have to pay them first at least that's how it is with the memory maker thing you have to pay first and mm -hmm. then they'll do in a group and I understand it's working for people. Yeah. Great. Kudos to you. I'm sure there have also been many of people who have been scammed. And that is what scares me. And yes. so that's why I would get my own group of 10. Yeah. Or ask for detailed references. Yeah. No kidding. I just, I can't believe that Disney did this whole, and I wonder if it's because they got backlash. Like when we reported on Monday, we were like, oh, duh, of course they're going to do this. This right. only makes sense. Right. And then Wednesday, when Vicky's sending messages to us going, oh my goodness, you will not believe this. Now they're saying you can't do it. And we just put the episode out. We we're all like, what? why you're paying that amount of money why not give them the experience none right. of us were upset that they were going to go to the front of the line we're like walk them there they paid for it go right ahead like 
they deserve it. And then for them to be like, mm, just kidding. It was only for a couple days. Just those few people who were on tours that day, we were going to let them do it. I think they probably got a lot of heat. And then that's when they went, oh, nobody's mad that we were going to do this. Let's just rewind. Okay, we're going to allow it again. Whoever was posting this article talked to Joe and marketing and then Joe and marketing found out he got the wrong information. And then, you know, <laughs> those things happen too, but hopefully not. I mean, everybody's short staff nowadays. Maybe Disney is too. And now Joe doesn't have a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah no Joe. <laughs> <Jobless> Joe. <laughs> Maybe so. <sighs> On to some exciting news, though. Yes, this is probably one of the most exciting things that happened in Orlando this week. And it's the return of the Epcot monorail. <laughs> we have been just tapping our foot over here wondering when they were going to bring the Epcot monorail back. Like, why is it closed? Why haven't they said anything about it? When's the date? Well, July 18th, Disney World began running the Epcot monorail once again. And this is super exciting news for people who are staying at the Contemporary or the Grand Floridian because it's kind of one of the benefits of going to those resorts. You know, you pay that premium so that you can take the monorail to, Ep to Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. And it, it was just a bummer. Like, I know Gina, you weren't even, she was at the Contemporary and it was closed and you were totally bumped by that, weren't you? Yeah, it was <clears throat> one of the reasons why I booked the Contemporaries because we were going to be only going to Magic Kingdom and to Epcot. And you're thinking you could bypass buses. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is open. We will tell you uh, Polynesian is still closed. So you won't be able to... Um, get on the monorail from the Polynesian. But if you're park hopping, this is another celebration for you as well. If you want to go from Epcot to um, to Magic Kingdom, you'll have to get off at Ticket and Transportation, but at least you don't have to get on the bus. Monorail is kind of the fastest way to go. So it's just really exciting news that we have them up and running now. Um, and it's also kind of fun, even if you aren't staying at any of these resorts, it's just fun to get on and look at the views. You know, that's another exciting part. You get a really great view of Ep Epcot without actually having to go into the park. So yeah. thank you, Disney. You did it. You brought <laughs> it back for us and we love you. Yeah, I'm even excited for when we stay at Wilderness Lodge in January because I can get to the Contemporary via boat and then get on the monorail at the Contemporary and head to Epcot. So it makes it even convenient if you're not staying at one of those resorts. We get the best pictures of the orb and just the Epcot, just Epcot overall. Mm -hmm. When you're, do you just have some amazing pictures that you can use for your scrapbooks? Even just the pictures for the resorts and stuff, you can get some really good pictures from the monorail. We we were that was kind of a we had two deal breakers because we're staying at Grand Floridian in October. We're like, if we're gonna stay there, we want the fireworks. And we want the monorail. Mm -hmm. And so I was just kind of waiting, like, oh my gosh, do we have to, we Change aren't even going to be able to get something else. <laughs> Everything's booked. So what are we going to do? Or are we just going to cancel? So I'm really glad that it's back. So I'll get to do it in October. I think you're okay, but I do think you're going to still be wearing masks inside the transportation. And we'll talk more about that as the That's episode okay. continues. I'm sure. 
All right, let's talk holidays. Disney Cruise Line is going to be back for the holidays, and their holiday cruises are called Very Merry Time Cruises. These are going to run from November through December, so kind of a short window, but that is your time for the holidays, pretty much. Um, the cruise line will be decked out from bow to stern with holiday decor, and they'll be hosting holiday entertainment during all the very maritime cruises. You'll see your favorite characters in holiday attire, and of course, there will be special visits from the one and only Santa Claus. So even though you'll be in the Bahamas, Castaway Key will be decked out as well, but with more of a holiday tropical flair as opposed to your traditional holiday cheer. And there'll be a massive Christmas tree, holiday island music, and even snow in the Bahamas. Like Disney yes. snow, yay! Yes, it's so <laughs> fun. So if you're interested in taking one of these maritime cruises, please reach out to one of us and we'd be glad to help you plan that very special holiday trip. I'd that be glad to like go with you. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You pack Vicky in your suitcase. <laughs> that reminds me of that Kenny Chesney song about the Christmas on the beach. Or, or I can't even think of the name of it, but I would love it. I, I like Christmas and I love being on the beach. So it's, it's like a win-win <laughs> to me. I know. I agree. You get all the Christmas feelings, but you get a tropical atmosphere where you're not freezing How we were fun. going to but i i'm i'm weird i mean i would love to go on a disney cruise but i don't want to go for christmas is that weird no i really oh, oh, okay you know the second home alone movie yes. where they go to, to florida and they go to new york or he goes yeah, to new york he goes to new york and the family goes to florida and it's raining and it's hot and they're stuck in this hotel room and it's like a sad palm tree with Christmas lights on it. Yeah, that's what I think of when I think of. It's actually not. Like I can that. assure you that, <laughs> that Disney is not going to be a sad palm tree. With... I know, I know, I know. But you, I, I'm sure they would change my mind. But I'm more of the the snow and horse-drawn carriages and. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, I like that too, but I, mean... I don't. I hate being cold. I told my husband we live in the law in, in the wrong area of the country. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. I like the cold for like one month and then I'm done. Yeah. Like that's... I don't well, want I'm it good for one snow. One snow and then I'm done. So sadly on Friday, which was July 16th at 9:40 a.m., the general Joe Potter ferry boat that carries guests from the Tugan Transportation Center to the Magic Kingdom crashed. After the accident, the General Joe Potter was taken behind the scenes. Although there was not any damage that was visible to anybody, um, they still took it back, I guess, just to check on it. So after the ferry hit the ramp, four of the passengers complained of minor injuries. And of the four guests, only one was taken to an area hospital. There's no other information out there that I can find or Vicky can find or anybody can find about the whole situation. So that makes me think it's okay. Cause you know, we usually yeah. hear something. It was probably just a bump. 
honestly. Because when we pull in, like when we have our boat out and we pull into dock, it like bumps and sometimes my husband will be coming in too fast. Right. And it hits it pretty hard, you know? Right. Yeah, it's just, they don't go full throttle into the into a dock you know exactly (laughs) they slow down before they get there and i mean i've been on those boats and yeah they know what they're doing so i'm sure it was just a misjudgment or something something was going on maybe the wind was pushing the boat one way i mean who knows i doubt there's tides on the lake but i mean like a big gust of wind or something (laughs) right when they were trying to dock and i i have this and this is my terrible sense of humor but i have this vision of like the boat bumps and four people are like oh my elbow <laughs> um i thought the same thing i'm like man I'm a, I'm a cynic but i'm like oh they're just trying to see how many free disney yes, trips yes. they can get my elbow hurts i need a fast pass <laughs> i'm thinking my neck oh my neck i think and I'm maybe not maybe injuries not. <laughs> we don't know but seriously yes. In all the years we've been doing this show, this is the first time that it's ever happened. So you know it was just a fluke. Yeah. And if there was no visible damage. Right. I mean, I imagine like if a boat bumps, you kind of, if you're not paying attention, you might get kind of jostled. Now where my head went there, where yours did, Sarah, it Mm -hmm. also then started trying to find like, well, maybe somebody like fell because yes. it bumped and they lost their balance right. and they fell and maybe somebody fell and on them happen. because yeah. you know they were stumbling and right like so maybe they did get hurt who knows it's but very possible it was my my initial reaction of like oh there are mm-hmm. people that have to have canes you know yeah could yes. have been somebody there that are just people that fall and you know pull their Achilles tendon in half <laughs> because they're trying to jump from the top of the blinker <laughs> Who right, Gina, you are oh, proof that people just fall sometimes. <laughs> me. Uh, so, ladies, this is interesting. We all love Disney. I know we do. But I really don't believe that we would commit a crime to pay for our Disney addiction. Am I correct? Correct. Not that far. Yeah, we're not yeah, going to go that far. I don't know if I would do this. So, NASA <laughs> executive Andrew Tenza received Paycheck Protection Program and Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program funds from the government that were intended for COVID-19 relief in the amount of $350,000. So he collected a lot of checks for a total of $350,000. The business for which Andrew applied for these loans actually did not exist. Okay, you don't do this, people. This is just crazy to me. Especially with the government, they're gonna find out. I know, he reportedly (laughs) used this money to pay off his Disney Vacation Club balance, his credit cards, and some other things. So he (laughs) recently pleaded guilty in court. He obviously lost his job with NASA. Who wants to do that? Because I'm sure that was a nice paycheck. And he's now spending 18 months in prison, as well as having to pay back $285,000 that he did. That's all. That's how much he had spent already of the the money. The thing that makes me most upset about this is that he had a good job and was making great money. Like a NASA executive. Come on. You were not hurting for money. And you knew that you were going to get caught. I'm sorry. When you're dealing with the government, you're going to get caught. Bad Don't you choices. think that he, it sounds to me like he was one of these people that didn't know how to manage his very nice salary that he made because yes. he had so much debt going on. I didn't, I didn't read you guys the whole entire article, but it said that 
him and his wife had put themselves in debt and how many different Disney Vacation Club places they owned. And Oh, wow. I would be happy just to mm-hmm. own one. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, Gina. Me too. Yeah, I'm always trying to think of ways to justify joining Disney Vacation Club and it never works out in my head, but he made it work out in his head. The only way I would be able to do it is if my husband and my son quit racing and that's never going to happen. <laughs> that's a family event, though. I don't Ugh. know that you could. It's like we did show cars my whole like teenage years up into my until I got married. And yeah, so it's just a family thing. So it is. Yeah. And I grew up in it. So I know what I was expecting. Right. All right. So let's talk about those early hours last week we were talking about that beginning october 1st disney world was going to bring back early hours for disney resorts and then also for some good neighbor resorts well this week disney has added the swan and dolphin and the swan reserve resorts as well as shades of green resort to the list of resorts that have the opportunity to get into the parks early. So this is great news. You can get into the parks. Isn't it like a half an hour early? 45 minutes to a half an hour. I think you can get a line at 45 minutes and then I'll let you in a half an hour early. It's basically enough time for you to go get in line for whatever you want to ride. Right. Is how I feel. It's at least a perk. Yes. I'm just looking at it as it is a perk. They they like took so many of those perks away like people are like well, yeah. why why do you go stay i think it's gonna help out with the crowd flow too because if you think about it before it was always one or two parks that only had the extra magic hours that's so true all these people would flock to those now it's even across the board it's yeah all four we parks. would always go to the park that was not yeah that's what we <laughs> always extra magic right. hours it makes planning easier as well because you don't have to be like, well, which park has the magic True. hours? Like, it's any, all of them. All <laughs> of them are always, going to have it. You're okay. We always did the ones that did stay open late. We would go to those ones, but the ones that are early in the morning, no, because my kids would never get out of bed before nine o'clock. <laughs> opposite. We are opposite <laughs> of that. <laughs> These little yeah, ones. Yeah, we. Our kids haven't been old enough to do the late stuff quite yet, but we're getting there, so we'll see. Well, speaking of those late things as well, Swan and Dolphin and the Swan Reserve Resorts are also going to be able to stay for that extra after hours that the Deluxe and Deluxe Villa Resort guests can go to. So that's great because Swan and Dolphin doesn't cost as much as some of those Deluxe and Deluxe Villas do, but you're going to be able to stay late. So that's a really awesome thing. And remember... We can book Swan and Dolphin for you as well. We are able to book those, not just Disney resorts, but we can book good neighbors. We can book all kinds of stuff. So if you've got some questions, send them our way. Vicki, I wonder if our deluxe resort will be on the list for those oh, no, extra I was hours. wondering that. It should be because we're in the B list. Yeah, I would think. So have you, have you looked at the list? Is the list out? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a list. There you? is a list. I just didn't think we wanted to read all of the resorts on here. I can find that out and let you guys know for sure. We're going to have to find out if we're on that because we need to take full advantage of that. <laughs> we're going to be dead. I don't think we're sleeping. I'm pretty uh, sure. Energize. That's why we're bringing Energize with us from Beachbody. We're going to be chugging it. Kaylee says she's sleeping. <laughs> okay, well, she can sleep. 
She knows where the resort's at. Yep. You're just going to go back for some afternoon naps. That's the best That's time to we'll get do. your sleeping done because it's so busy and crowded. And hot. Yeah. And hot. So we're going to shift gears and talk about lots of things happening on the West Coast and visit Disneyland and California Adventure. Um, they've been back up and running for almost three months. Uh, a Toy Story cavalcade with our friends Woody, Jesse, and Buzz have been seen on the streets of California Adventure. So that's always a lot of fun to see those. The sailing ship Columbia is back at Disneyland and it is taking guests on a short trip around the rivers of America. Disneyland Resort turned 66 years old this week. That's huge. So for a limited time, they are running a celebratory cavalcade with some of our favorite characters. And Disneyland has also reopened the walkthrough area of Sleeping Beauty Castle. And they revealed the behind-the-scenes look of the making of the Coco scene in Disneyland's updated Magic show. So that's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot going on there, and I'm very happy for all of our West Coast friends and Disneyland lovers. And I really want them to bring the Coco scene to Disney World. Just saying. Do you want Grand Fiesta Tour to become Coco? Well, that that was our Imagineering thing that we did an episode with my family. We Imagineered that, but I would just like to have it in our PhilharMagic even mm. an mm -hmm. update with some of the like I would love for them to add Coco and Moana I mean I just think that that would be really good but you know that's another thing I haven't been on we're gonna have to do it yes you will it's air conditioned okay yeah. <laughs> get my dole whip and we'll go <laughs> so let's travel across the seas here and go over to Tokyo so they revealed their 20th anniversary Time to Shine merchandise. Beginning today, July 21st, guests ages 18, up, 18 and up that want to go to Disneyland Paris will have to have a health pass. Guests that are ages 12 to 17 will also need a health pass beginning August 30th to be admitted into the park. The health pass must show a negative COVID test result for the past 48 hours. A positive COVID-19 test result between two weeks and six months ago or a COVID-19 vaccination to allow any of the guests into the park, which I think that would kind of get confusing with the COVID positive test but two weeks and you know. I know. I was like, why don't you just make a set like you need the right. vaccination if you're of right. age if not you have to wear a mask I right didn't, i didn't understand that either i'm like that's uh, confusing right. well it's not then you have to wear a mask it's if you, you don't you, have you to can't have go right true right. it is true but in. i just mean that seems like a lot of work for the cast members to have to keep up with i think a big thing is lawsuits Maybe so. Like right now, there's a bunch of lawsuits for people saying, well, you can't do this unless you're vaccinated. And then don't think like I think they're they're facing problems with saying you have to be vaccinated. Right. 
or you can't go. So they're giving other options with like, okay, then you have to test negative for COVID or you have to have had COVID within six months. So you have some other antibodies in your system. But we're right. finding that that's not even right. mattering. You still can get it, right. You can, you can get this new matter. strand because that's what's happening to the three families we know that were right. vaccinated. Well, I feel like it's probably the people who test negative two days before those are probably the safest people going into the park because probably. you could have had covid and you could have been vaccinated and you're going into the park without a negative covid test and you could very well still have covid right you could be the carrier stink i'd gladly um, show my vaccination card and get tested to go somewhere too. or do something oh no i'm fine showing it i just think this is becoming a problem because nobody wants to share any information which they don't realize is everybody already knows that because when we went to have those shots or you didn't have a shot, they have a record of that either way. Right. Yeah. So also at Disneyland Paris, Disney's Hotel Santa Fe will reopen to guests on October 23rd and Disney's Sequoia Lodge will also reopen to guests on December 1st. Disney's Davy Crockett's Ranch will temporarily close later this year from November 10th, 2021 to March 31st, 2022. I guess they're doing refurbishments then. They did not give any information and I'm, I'm just assuming that's what it is. I think it's funny that they named that one because to me that place looks like our version of Fort Wilderness. You know what I mean? Like how they have it different does, names at right. the different places. It looks the same to me as Fort Wilderness but it's Disney's Davy Crockett, which my dad loved Davy Crockett. So that would, uh... I'm singing the song in my head right now. Davy Crockett. Joey can add it in or Brad, either one. <laughs> Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, green estate in the land of the free, raised in the woods so he knew every tree, killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy. Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. So uh, I reported on this before we recorded last week, and then it was reiterated again this week, so I thought I better put it out there. Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings is once again asking businesses to require masks indoors and in crowded situations, whether you're vaccinated or not. Florida has 20% of the United States COVID-19 cases right now. And Ooh. masks were allowed to be removed when the positivity rate was below 5% in Florida. Well, now the positivity rate as of Sunday was 16%. So I'm asking you, I, I'm not speaking for everybody because it's not fair for me to speak for all of you, but I'm asking you to please use common sense. Um, part of our family has COVID right now. Part of them were vaccinated, part of them weren't. But we know people are vaccinated that do have COVID here in our state of Missouri. And so... Just if you weren't vaccinated, be kind and wear your mask. And because, and the thing that we are finding the most about this strand is that it is hitting people that are on the younger side. Before we were worried about all the older people. I'm not saying they can't get it at all. I'm really hoping my mom doesn't because she was around my nieces and nephew. Um, but we're finding it's more of the, I, I want to say like teenager to 40s. That seems to be the people that are being hit with it. So it, it just must be jumping on that age group. I don't know. I don't know if we have a bigger, better immunity because we're older than that or whatever the situation. 
just please be safe, everybody, because I don't think we want to go back down to a lockdown, or I don't. It's just crazy that I, and I said this last week, I'm surprised Disney did not hop on the bandwagon and follow with what the mayor had suggested and start requiring them indoors as well. Yep. Yeah, like I was really too. surprised. Disney is so proactive about keeping people safe and their safety and health measures. I was just shocked that he said that, but Disney was like, meh, you can still kind of do what you want, just on the monorail. Like I thought Disney would immediately change their mind and that by this week we'd be reporting back to masks inside for everyone. I think it's because a lot of people are just done with the masks, whether they're vaccinated or not. And I mean, I hate to say that, but that's the way it seems to be. And plus, I think the reason why the rates are going up with that new strain is because everybody was on vacation. Yeah, really. And well, I wonder if it's also because they're <laughs> going to struggle with enforcing it. Like now yeah. that they said, OK, yeah. we can take them off. Imagine the pain it would be to say, yeah, never mind, put them back backlash. on. Yeah. And they're starting to sell. They're starting to sell trips again and they're starting to build their flow of money back up again right so it's going to be hard for them to right i'll I'll stand on my soapbox but just be kind and think about other people i know that aren't Mm -hmm. you (laughs) i feel like our society is so geared towards me 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 i'm special i'm unique everything's about me what's good for me and we've stopped thinking about the common good and our brothers and sisters in our communities. So if you're going somewhere, like Vicki said, use common sense. If you're in a crowded spot, put a mask on. I wear a mask. I'm I'm fully vaccinated. My husband's fully vaccinated. My two kids aren't. They're under 12. So if I go to Target, I wear a mask. I come home. I make sure I'm washing my hands and doing as many safety precautions as I can because I don't want to get my kids sick. So just use common sense and think about someone besides yourself. That's all I'm going to say. I'm saying thinking of the future generation because those those kids don't have a choice. They're not Mm -hmm. given the opportunity and so who do you want taking care of you later when you're older? You need that other generation. <laughs> we don't want to wipe them out with this crazy illness. And now we'll end our soapbox. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. We know you're tired of hearing about COVID via the news. Sorry, we had to talk about it on our podcast as well. But it's the world we live in, guys. We're tired of it, too. <laughs> Sorry, this is random. But have y'all seen on Disney Plus, the, what is it called? The Mysterious... Benedict Society. Oh, yeah, we heard that yeah. was good. Okay, so I watched the first episode with the kids, and I haven't, I know nothing about the show. I haven't looked up the background at all, but they're, they're talking, you don't know what it is, but there's an emergency, and it's in the headlines of the newspapers, and things are going terrible in the world, and it's just an emergency. And in my head, like, I'm thinking, what do my kids think about this? Because is this what COVID looks like to them in the news? You know, like they don't, I mean, maybe my nine-year-old does. My, does my seven-year-old really know, you know, exactly what's going on? She knows she has to wear a mask when we go out places. But other than that, does she hear the doom and gloom? And, you know, it was just very interesting. And I think about that when we're talking about, you know, getting on our soapboxes and emergency, emergency and... 
I don't know. It was interesting. If you haven't seen it, it's. I don't. I don't know if we'll end up watching the whole thing, but my kids liked it, so maybe we they will. They did like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Sorry. we'll check that one out. Random, but I was thinking about it. Just the way they did it in the show. It's like everything bad is just this emergency. It was kind of cool. Hmm. Huh. All right. So let's talk about Boo Bash. We have been reporting on Boobash and how like, oh, there's still lots of openings and still lots of stuff available. Well, that changed. <laughs> that has since changed. At Magic Kingdom, it is now sold out for almost all of the October dates. No, all the October dates are sold out. Oh, all of them? I thought, oh, no, every single one. Done. Sold out. Can't get tickets for October anymore. Um, most dates are still available in August and September, but that's it. You cannot go in October. So this is something we kind of laughed about. Are people going to pay that price? Like, yes, no. Will Disney see like, see, you raised it too much. Bring it back down. Nope. Nope. We didn't teach Disney any lessons there. No, they taught they us can, a lesson. Yeah. They can oh, raise yeah. those prices and people are still going to pay for it, even though it had less perks than what Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween had. People were still willing to go ahead and pay that price, and and it sold out for October. We had talked about it, didn't we, Mickey? Yeah. I but I just with the price, I just could not justify it in my head. No, that's it was like one hundred and fifty dollars for four hours. So what is that like? It's almost forty dollars an hour. Right. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And see, and I would have had to pay. You would have just had to pay for yours, and Kaylee would have had to pay for hers. But I would have had to pay for mine plus AMB's plus her friends. Right. So that's a lot of money. And our family of four is going in October. Right. And that's... I would have loved to have taken my kids, but because, and I would have if they had normal hours. Right. But they cut those hours, and my kids can't stay up that late. Right. So I'm paying then for for them to go for like what an hour and a half, two hours, however Maybe, long they can right. make it. And the other thing is, is that they weren't having some of the shows, and you know, I, that's one of my favorite parts. And you, it's not going to be there. And yeah. I'm like, well, why do I want to go? Honestly, this those boobash ticket prices make me nervous for the future of what Fast Pass. Oh we'll yeah, be. we know. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be one of those people that never gets a fast pass because it'll be too expensive, and I'll stand in the dang line. <laughs> I am still having faith and hope that Disney will give some sort of fast pass freebie for everybody. I hope and so. And then a a paid version of it. So yeah, you could get unlimited. For, for this amount of money, or you can get, and maybe it won't be three anymore, but maybe they'll still throw us, us people who can't afford that a bone, you know, like give us something, dangle it in front of us so we see how good the fast pass is, and we maybe want to one day buy your ticket. <laughs> now, I know at Kings Island here in Cincinnati, they have like kind of the same thing as called an express pass and you have to pay for it. And there's like two different tiers. Like one tier, you only get certain rides. I think it's like, I think it's 70 bucks or something for the whole day. And then the next tier is all the other rides that you can just pretty much, you know. And I think, I think it's 90 
a day. But I think the thing with it is, um, at least I was told this, I've never bought it myself, um, is if you only have one, and but you have a friend with you, you only really need one because you can still bring the friend with you mm. to ride with you. Hmm. Yeah, I feel, I don't know, there's so many rides and experiences at Disney World compared to the other parks, Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, where they've kind of rolled out this paid system first, I guess, that I feel like it's going to have to be a little different. In my heart, I hope (laughs) that they'll do something like what you talked about, Stephanie, where there's some options or... You know, maybe again, if you're staying at the deluxe resorts, you get three and then... Just like Universal does. Universal, if you stay at their deluxe, the what is it? Is it three of them? If you stay at the certain the three, then, then you get the express pass. Mm-hmm. I actually have clients that are leaving in two weeks to go down to Universal, and that's what they did. Or even a three, two, one. What about deluxe yeah. people get three freebies? You know, moderate gets two, value gets one. So everybody at least gets something. And then if you want to pay, you could pay per, or you could pay for like five more, or, you know, you could maybe buy packages Mm -hmm. of fast passes. I just feel like that would be, that would be like the the pricing um, that people have hinted at. Mm-hmm. It's in line with that four fifty an hour for the right. VIP tour. Like, yeah. I can't afford that for my family. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen, people. So, I, I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope that they make it better. But here's my question, because I've been seeing a lot on these Disney groups and stuff on Facebook. Do you really think that they need to bring Fast Passes back? I mean, because sometimes it seems like the lines the standby line gets long and has a long wait because they're letting so many fast passes through. I don't know. I, I've i seen, and granted, I've been a little preoccupied this week with PTA stuff, but I've seen things out of Disneyland Paris where they've introduced this system with the standby. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's like the virtual queue for the standby. And it seemed like things were very crowded and not going well. I think they need to bring fast passes back, but I am fearful for the idea of an express pass because that is going to make those standby lines much longer. And if you just so happen to go when a bunch of rich people are going who can all (laughs) afford it, (laughs) your lines are going to be really, really long. And so then your time there is just kind of a wash. And I think that the more that happens, I'm not going to want to go as frequently because yeah. I don't want to just go and stand in line and I can't afford to. So we were actually just talking about this in the garage a little bit ago. Um, uh, my husband said, and he said, if, if we get to go back to Disney as a family, he wants to go in January or February because it's so nice. And <laughs> there was hardly anybody there. But then again, it was COVID too. There's people there. It's not Not like as much though. Not as much, but there are people here. Trust me. (laughs) Epcot was crazy when we were there in 2020, and it's not even 100 when we were there. Yeah. All I can say is that you can. I think you have to hope for better weather, and it makes you like when we were there. It was gorgeous. It was 60s and 70s, and we wore jeans and sweatshirts all day. But 
I think being in that nice weather makes you a happier person. <laughs> you're not you're not sweating in line and um you know, just dying in the heat. It's just it's harder. And I you know, I'm cranky when I'm hot, so I'm if I'm happy and standing in a line, I can do that. But cranky and hot and standing in line, no good. I'm taking my fans with me, Vicky, in October. <laughs> I can't even You're imagine nice. cranky Sarah, but okay. Oh. Well, yeah, that's why we're about to enter the month of August in North Carolina. This time of year is known as Hell's Front Porch. Nice. And I will not go outside unless I'm in a body of water. Okay, I don't blame so. you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So more exciting news. The firework cruises are back. So guests can rent a pontoon boat to view the Magic Kingdom or Epcot fireworks again. This is awesome news. For $399 plus tax, up to 10 guests can ride to a prime spot on the lakes to see the fireworks shows. So, and it's, I mean, to me, this sounds like a lot of fun. And like we talked about with the VIP tours, if you can split this 10 ways, um, you're looking at around 40 bucks a person. And this might be a great thing to do with your group of family and friends. If you can get 10 people, it might be, you know, sitting, trying to reserve your spot on Main Street. <laughs> Vicki, we got nine. We're good. <laughs> This price would have cost my family of four, not ten, family of four, less to do this than to than do, do the boobash. And this is, I, we could just take our own private pontoon boat and there watch the fireworks. Like, this sounds more magical <laughs> for them than the boobash. Uh, I tell you what, I like the fireworks dessert parties. I don't think those are around at the moment, but... um I always like doing those with my family because you would get the reserve spot for the shows and that was always really nice. I did the frozen one. It was really good. Yeah. The one in the Magic Kingdom, you're right there in the fake grassy area in the plaza. And like my, we got there and my kids could run around and blow off some steam and move and then... Um, you know, you could actually see and stretch out and have room. And there was a photographer there to take pictures of you and your family. So, and not worried about getting trampled or something. Nope. Yep. <laughs> oh, I was, I was happy about this price. I didn't yeah. think that was an unreasonable amount of money. I mean, no, it's, it's not. not like it's, it's affordable. Cheap. It's not like it's cheap. I'm not going to go out there yeah. and say that, but yeah, but if you get enough people, it's affordable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So rumor also has it that parades and shows will be back soon. I'm hoping. I mean, I, I have mixed feelings. I'm I don't torn. know about you guys. I, I'm excited for the shows to come back, but I really like the cavalcades. Me too. I don't want them to go away. I want a nighttime parade. Well, they haven't talked about that, but I like the intermittent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like the intermittent that you don't have to stand there and guard right. your place and then have somebody come and shove in front of you right before right. the parade starts. Right. It's just, I'm just not looking forward to that. <laughs> Except for when they're like me and you, Vicky, and they're trying to shove us out of the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> so um, another rumor that is floating around is that 
fireworks are going to be returning to Hollywood Studios with Jingle Jam, Jingle Bam. So Disney hasn't really announced anything yet, but the website says it returns in 2021. What do you guys think? Think it's coming back? Possible. I, I, I liked it. I, I, it was something different. Um, I don't know that I like it better than Fantasmic. I'd rather see Fantasmic come back, but I'm a little partial to Fantasmic. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't at least do something over there. You know, they're doing fireworks everywhere else. Like, why not open something? So whether it's that or Fantasmic. And then the parades, I'm with you guys on the torn, but I'm, I keep trying to hold on to hope um, that Disney will do what's right and listen to, the, to us. But... I I think they know how much people love Calvacates and how well they've done and how it's just nice. Like that's in my mind before I went to Disney, that's what I pictured Disney was like. Like you just see characters out and about and around and yes, you can see them sometimes, but it was nice to have these little floats just whoop on by. The other thing is think about all those cast members that have to tape off for the parades and rope off for the parades and tell people to please scoot back behind the line and da da da. I feel like that they could alleviate that if they just kept the cavalcades. Or if they're gonna do a parade, like if they're gonna bring back a parade, I'm sorry, but I think they should bring back the electrical night parade. Well, that's what Sarah's saying. (laughs) That was my favorite, but bring that back, but keep the rest of the cavalcades and stuff, you know? (laughs) Or do cavalcades, but like amp them up a little, get them a little more parade style where they stop and they interact with people because now it's not as big, like, you know, you, you can interact a little more so the dancers can maybe, you know, get some, some people in, some kids in, dance with them, stop a little bit more, and instead of a quick just gone, maybe it's just a little bit longer of a cavalcade. Or like, instead of having like one car or whatever, have like two or three, you know? I just hope they do something kind of more blended and they don't just totally, all right, we're gonna do just the parade and it's gonna be at this time and this time, that's it. Mm. I'm like you, I hate having all the crowds. Just because people get there an hour, even two hours early just to get their spot. And we don't normally do the parades because of that. We don't, don't either. Like standing we're... in lines for a parade. About the only time we'll catch a parade is if we're waiting in line for a ride or something and it comes to come by. Yeah, I, I'm kind of indifferent to this one, but... I do want the shows. I will give you that. I want the stage shows. Mm-hmm. I want. I hope they bring back Finding Nemo the Musical. And uh, I know Gina and I did the Wilderness review with Kaylee and we were talking about how we want hoop do review to come back so I want that kind of stuff to come back but I think the cavalcades was a very positive thing that they need to think about keeping that's just my opinion but I want the rest of the character dining to open even if it has to be a limited a more limited experience that's okay bring them all back give us more options I agree for sure about that So thank you, Sarah and Gina, for joining us this week for Rumors and News. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Stephanie, Gina, Sarah, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. And just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold any reservation. Remember, that deposit is fully refundable up to 30 days before you go on your trip. 
And be sure to listen to Friday's show where Brad, Kaylee, and Vicki will be talking to us about Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. That's one of those ones we waited for such a long time for it to open, so you definitely want to listen to that show. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>